0: New mix I'm working on. This is Rev D T here. It's Sunday evening. Just kicking back, man. Hanging out, thinking about you know the positive effects of certain things on my life. I'm um, glad that I had. Um, there's you know there's, there's a lot of positive things I could say about going to church and actually being part of that community and 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 uh, and building with people and bonding with people and um, and getting to know people, getting to know Christ that way too. Um, led me to you know if I hadn't had that foundation, I, I think. I, well, I know where I would have been. I would have been either dead or in prison forever for something stupid and then more stupid things. And so, you know, I can really say that, you know, even all the stupid things I have done in my lifetime, I'm um, thank God that I'm not there. You know, thank God I'm not in a position in my life where where, um, where I don't have a new, a new beginning every day. And every day I do have a new beginning. And I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm really blessed because I actually have a, a new slate to work with. You know, for once, it's not written unless I write it. And I realized that like three days ago. I was like going, wow, why did it take me so long to realize that? Because I had been in this position for a little while, you know. And then I started thinking about it actually quite a while. And wow, time got go by. I'm still here on the earth, and I have a clean slate. I got a new, fresh, this is good. (laughs) Um... I um, decided I was going to look at my life a little bit differently, maybe reach out a little bit more broadly in areas where I hadn't like, even experiencing with music and, and creating songs like I was just working on here. That one's called Kumbalaul and And um, when I leave the broadcast, I'll go out with it. You can listen to it for as long as you want. I'm going to let it run until it's done. It's only like 2 minutes and 42 seconds long. And um, anyway... What I wanted to really talk about, though, was the effects of, of actually Christianity on my life and how good it was, how the good parts of that. Because, you know, I don't like getting into dissing on things and not show that there was a good side because there's a lot of great, great things that happened. I had discipline in my life. I was able to actually discipline certain areas of my life that I wasn't able to discipline before because of, of the foundation I had built with um, Jesus and with uh, the church abroad and close together. And because um, um, I traveled around and ministered to and... Um, and I've done that. And uh, when I was actually with the church, I there was uh, there was a real bond there with the people that I was with. And so I have long lasting friendships because of that. And uh, I love them dearly. Pray for them every day. I know they pray for me too, um, because uh, that's just the kind of people we are. And I pray for everything, man. I'm not kidding you. I lay hands on cats, dogs, uh, animals. You know, um, you've heard some of the stories. If you go back to down, if you down scroll through. anchor my my library and down scroll through it you'll find the ones where I talk about animals and things like that um different bonds uh, the strange strange things but all that's all an effect of of see I had a choice when I was a kid man and I knew it that I could go in one direction or the other direction um I was even told that once too um by some people of authority you know once in my life that you're either one thing or you're another and I was like hmm there was no real even in middle ground there was just black and white you know so you raised like that you you you're conditioned to think that way, and it it sucks because it limits you and breaking free from that was um huge breaking free from that kind of thinking was huge, and Christianity really gave me a foundation of that um actually, some of the stuff Paul wrote, you know talking about renewing the mind, you know um don't be you know don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, don't be conformed, but be transformed by what the renewing of your mind keep it renewing your mind. I started thinking about that through the psalms I was reading one day, and I made a connection in the psalms where it says, where David was singing out and pra- praising God, but one of the psalms, actually it was one of the ones he wrote, too, I think. Um, let's see if I can remember it now again. Well, man, where was not he breaking out and <laughs> singing, you know, singing to the Lord, um, breaking out in psalms, but um, renew his mind. He, he's talking about, you know, um, Living for, you know, that there's a new beginning. Every day is a new beginning with God. With God, every day is a new beginning. And he started thinking about that new beginning. And and, you, and sometimes we don't think about that in, in fact of where we're at in life right now. And it seems like actually every day right now we're at a new beginning. I mean, if you just think about it. You know? I mean, really, really, really put some, put some heart to it too. You'll see. We're all at a new beginning. It seems like that every day right now. That's where we're at. The water's shifting all this stuff going on with the COVID stuff, all the stuff going on with everything else, the shift in government happening. It was like these tidal waves kept hitting us. And then another tidal wave and another tidal wave. And you just going, Man, what's gonna happen next, you know? And we don't you know we don't need this kind of pressure and what do we give it what do we do with that pressure? Do we let that out on each other? Or do we talk to God about it? You know? I was I've always been the kind of person that always so said, if you got an issue with me, go talk to God about it before you talk to me about it. Because a lot of times on the way to talking to, to God about it God, and you get into a conversation, even if you don't get into a conversation, and sometimes it just, it heals itself. It just works out. And I've been watching this for years. Go on. And I'm like thinking, man, we're on top of the, it's like we're on top of the ocean, you know, in this big ship. But this big ship isn't really that big compared to the ocean, you know. You know how big our ships are and how big the oceans is. And, you know, and then you have the rogue waves and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, man, we just hit a rogue wave, or a rogue wave hit us. You know, and it's nearly taking us out. Are we going to do the right things to protect each other? Do we actually care about each other? We are humanity, right? We're all human. We all are. We all have skin. We all have, we all human. (laughs) You know? You know, some of us are are crazy. Some of us are wild. Some of us are, sometimes, but isn't that all of us sometimes we are wild. Sometimes we're crazy. Sometimes we're fun. Sometimes we're, you know, and don't we live, it's almost like we live on these emotions and we're living on these emotions for so long. On top of it, we forget about these, this uh, this underlying, this, this 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 fortress that's underneath of us. It's got our foundation. You know what our foundation is. What is our foundation? It's Christ Himself. It's not. It's, it's it's Him. It's not the world. It's not. It's not. It's not the powers. It's not this. It's not that. It's not the angels. It's not anything but Jesus Himself, the Son. You know, I mean, and you think about this. You, you're like, what did He say? What's the foundations that He that He laid? Has anybody been reading John? You know, John's awesome gospel. All the gospels are awesome, but read them. And, you know, and ponder what he's saying there. Ponder what... Really pay attention to what Jesus says and, how, and what he does and how he does things, too. Because that's really important. That's what's going to actually, you know, heal things. That's, gonna, that's the healer. He's the healer. The spirit of liberty. He's the spirit of liberty. You know, like, according to something Paul said. But it's right out of, right out of what Isaiah preached. You know, when he came and prophesied. You know, there was a sign that was given to, I think it was King Hezekiah, if I remember right. Isaiah said, ask, he said, God says to Isaiah, he says, says, ask me for a sign and I'll give it to you. And you know what the sign was? The birth of Jesus, which was like 4,000 years or something like that later. Or 400, I I can't remember how many. It wasn't 400 years, it was like 4,000 years later, 2,000 years later, something like that. You know, that was the sign that Hezekiah was supposed to get. He wasn't going to live that long. You know, the Lord knew what day he was going to depart. You know, we all have that time. Remember in Ecclesiastes, talks about, Ecclesiastes 3, you know, it talks about the time. Time for this, time for that. Time for war, time for peace. Man, it's like we've been having war done on us. Humanity has been getting, going through this radical war right now. And we need some peace. We need the peace of God in us. We need, we need We need a new song in our hearts. We need a new step. We need to come in alignment with what Jesus is talking about so that things can heal instead of taking this attack like we have been. We need to come together and protect one another. That's really what we're supposed to be doing. What we should be doing, that's that's our, that's our first core mandate. I mean, think about it. Don't you just, okay, you see a dog, he's hurting on the side of the road. Most people have a caring heart and a loving heart, and I know that's my audience, I know that there's other people out there in this world that do too. What would you do if you saw the dog hurting by the road? Would you pass him or stop and help him? Try to help him. A dog, don't know the dog. It looks like he might be lost. Maybe he's got a collar on. Maybe he doesn't. But he's sitting there and he's hurting. Are you gonna pass him and keep going, or are you gonna stop and help him? You're gonna stop. Most people stop and help the dog. It would eat them if they didn't. It would eat their conscience. It would eat at their conscience. They would be. They'd be like, man, I got I gotta go back, man. I gotta check this dog out. Guys do the same. We're all the same. What if it was a puppy? Somebody threw out their car. I've seen it happen, too. Believe me. I know I've gotten cats that way and other animals, too. got a ferret that way one time, one time too. One time a long time ago, too. Somebody threw it out in a bag, and I grabbed the bag, and it had a ferret in it. I stopped and grabbed the bag because I stopped moving. I was like, what the fuck? And I pulled up. And, excuse my language, but, you know, I just, I'm just me. But that's how I saw it, and I was pulled up, and I grabbed it, and I grabbed it, and it was a ferret. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I actually gave it to a friend, a girl, a gal friend that she knew when she was living in a van. Pretty cool girl, too. And you know, I know all kinds of different types of people in all types of walks of life, don't you? And how are, we, how are we to those people? Are we kind to them when they come to our door? Um, when they come and hang out with us? Are we giving them water? First, you know, sometimes I forget to give people water, and I drink water. I'm big on water, and I forget, to, I forget, I have to forget, but then I start to remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give them some water. I've getting, been getting better at that because I've been entertaining more people, but, you know, at times it, it ebbs and flows. But it's the oceans like that, you know? The oceans' waves are ebbing and flowing, Woo, rising and falling, rising and falling. And it's over a great, vast, vast area. I mean, it's so big that we can't see the edges of it. We can't even see where it, until we come up close to land, and then we're like, we're thinking, well, that's the edge of it. But it's really not. The land is actually only, a, we only live on a small part of the earth. The rest of it's ocean. The universe is like that. The universe is totally like that. We don't really see it or feel it that much because we're like a, about the size of a quantum compared to, you know? I'm talking about quantum, like a quirk. About the size of a quirk, I think, or something like that in comparison to the universe. Maybe not even that big. Maybe even smaller if it goes even smaller or whatever it goes into, the nth or whatever it is. You know? And I sit down thinking about this, you know? I'm thinking, man, well, if we back up and look at our lives, you know, it's just like minuscule. And, On the scope of the broader thing. We don't even know or understand the broader thing. You know, that's just our universe. We don't understand it. We don't know. You know, you get back and you look at some of the telescopic pictures. uh, What is that? The Hubble telescope? The Hubble? The Hubble, Hubble, whatever you want to call it. The Hubble telescope. Took some pictures, right? And they took pictures of us where we're at. We're in a spiral galaxy, man. Huge thing, or I don't know what you call it. But it's a big, big old spiral. It looks like a, a pinwheel you know of galaxy band of star bands is coming out and we're just this tiny little dot it's like a speck of dust in the middle of the or not in the middle but it's kind of over to the edge the hot it's about a little ways down uh, maybe in the picture is about say uh, about five inches by five inches or six by six say six by six We're in this freaking belt that's you know like the size of a pencil it goes out and it fans out and as it fans out we're in the we're just like just out away from the rim a ways from where it started at in the spiral. And we're out there on the belt. We're kind of riding over on the edge, almost on the edge. But we're down a little bit, you know, like maybe a couple of centimeters down. And, you know, I'm looking at this going, going man, that's us? That's where we're at? Wow. That's wild, man. And then when it turns around, it looks at the rest of the universe, and it's just looking at small places because it can't look the whole universe all at once. We're seeing some pr- quite phenomenal pictures, nebulas, all kinds of stuff. We're just, I'm only like a small little, but yet we have got God's attention completely. Did you just hear what I said? We have his attention completely. But our belief is like so low right now because we're getting to so hard, but this is the time to have faith. Rise up in your faith. Fathers love their children. Sure, we get disciplined. Sure, yeah, we were told this stuff was going to come and happen, when we got closer and closer towards when Jesus comes back, right before He comes back, man, there's this dude's gonna come forth. He's gonna, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna have the plan, or or maybe it's a system. We don't know. But what we do know is Christ is coming back, and before He comes back, the one that comes first, it's not Him. It's the one that comes second. That's Jesus. That's the Son of God. That's that's the one that God says His name just means He saves. That's His name. That's what it means. Yeshua, Yeshua. Actually, he's kind of I almost pronounced like Joshua, but it's Yahshua. Yahshua. His name. He saves. That's his name. I mean, think about it. Calling his name, you should be saved. What does that mean? Do we think, oh, that's just for salvation for over over and above all? You know, you know, when we've screwed up and we know it, we confess our sins to him, we come to him, and we say, yes, Lord, I am that person. And I, and I do accept and receive your forgiveness. Thank you for forgiving me, Lord. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me, Father God. Thank you for bringing me in, and like Paul talked about the son the you know the spirit of we we have you know the spirit of adoption, and he adopts us into his family. but when you look at the adoption, he looks at it from a romans point of view and the romans point of view is pretty pretty awesome and then dad and then father god's father God's adopted us as his children he are his children now, and we're overshadowed even more so than his son in in so much more light, but yet Because we have both their lights. Because we have the light of the Father and the light of the Son. The Son and the Father both alive within us. Jesus said, if you see me, you have seen the Father. And, you know, he also said somewhere in the Gospels, too, that if you've seen him, you don't have an excuse, and yet I still run into problems in my own life. Making decisions still from, you know, who knows what. You know, decisions from when I was a teenager, decisions as an adult, decisions as 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 an older adult, decisions, however, in whatever frame I find myself in in life, where if I found myself, I'd make the decisions, good and bad. Don't you guys find that? And you don't want to make the bad decisions because you know they're the bad ones, but you learn from them, and then they make you who you are today. And then, you know, I was listening to Joe Rogan. Now, check this out, man. I don't listen to him very often. I do like him. I like him a lot. I really appreciate him a lot, but I just don't get a chance to because I'm not online all the time. I got a life, too, you know, I do stuff. I have I have chores, things, other things I do with life, you know. It's things I've stayed disciplined, to because I was taught that in church, um, you know, um, by just going all the time, it it helped me to discipline my life in other areas. Um, Also, um, you know, it helped me to, when I made switches, because we're always changing, you know. uh, Christians are, there's an evolution going on with all of us, with everybody. And Christians er, are are within that same evolution, too. We all are. We're all going through changes all the time. I mean, think about it. I'm not a baby anymore. I'm an adult male. (laughs) You know? I'm not sitting here crapping in my faculties. I'm thank God, and God forbid, too, knock on wood, <laughs> you know, that would ever happen, you know, I mean, just think about that, though, you know, you're not, you're not a child anymore, you're an adult, and, you know, I know, I know who's listening to this, you know, I know who listens to this broadcast, so I'm glad you guys are listening, too, because I'll tell you what, man, this, this, check this out, man, we're flying through outer space, man, this space is still expanding around us, we're still flying at 100, at, what is it, 1,000 miles an hour, thousand miles an hour flying whatever direction we're flying in a thousand miles an hour we're flying in it I know I know the uh, NASA guys can t- track that back because I heard a, a guy talking about that one time on the internet oh, a couple few years back it's quite a few years ago actually it was you know probably about ten years ago but I still heard him talking about it and uh, the aerospace guys or whoever those guys are down there NASA guys I think is who he went to he went to space campus what he did and he learned about all this stuff and he talked about it uh, I think the guy's name was Lou Gigliel or something like that. <laughs> I can't see his name. <laughs> but anyway, if you think about this, man, I mean, there's a lot of good things that have come out of out of understanding things and exploring things. And why not explore your faith right now with God? Where's your faith at, man? Rise it up. Get it risen up there. Write a new song for your heart. I decided to kind of branch out for music because I'm a rocker, man. I like rock. and You know, I'm thinking, yeah, guitar, but I'm playing with these apps on my phone and finding some cool really cool stuff, and a whole, kind of almost like a whole other world with music that I've always liked, and so I'm dabbling in that a little bit, um, the, you know, the God Talks ones I put on here every once in a while, God Talk, with Rev DDT, this is God Talks with Rev DDT, then, you know, just go into whatever we're talking about, whatever topic, anyway, that, um, those God Talks, that music, that song, is one I wrote, I was just sat here at my desk with my guitar one morning on a Sunday morning, sitting in my underwear, and my desk and my computer, and I had everything set up. So all I had to do was plug my guitar in and just play. And had it all set up, and I had my I had my pedal down there. I ran it through the pedal, ran it into my interface, ran it into my computer, and I was sitting there dabbling with it. I had a, uh, I guess I used Mixcraft is what I was using, and I was I was sitting there and I was mixing, and I, and I, and I man, I pulled in the sound, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. And so I wrote that song and about five other ones that are on that same album that I have. It's called Electric Electric Songs, uh, Electric Guitar, or no, what is it? Electric, Electric Revelations 2, that's what it's called. That album that I made, that little CD that I made with like 10 songs or 12 songs on it, whatever it is, um, that particular album, I did all those songs within two days. Just two mornings, just like that. Just Sunday morning and a Monday morning. And I got up Sunday morning, I wrote like five songs, and then, and then I wrote the rest of them the next day and just sat there and played them straight through. And then had them there sitting there, and then one day I was had my headphones on, I was listening to them, and I went, "Oh my gosh, I could hear I could hear lyrics going off." Okay, now this is in that space where you know where you mull things around at, and you kind of feel like you're in that space a lot because you you know you're driving and you're in that space, you're 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 sitting there watching TV, but you're actually in that space, and you're kind of mulling things around, you're looking at different things, you're looking at different ideas, you're going, "What what can I what can I bring to life? What's got what's got the you know what's got the sparkle on it right now that I can just bring it out and, and it'll you know sparkle." And I was able to write a bunch of songs, and I just wrote them. And when I did, I got the lyrics as I was singing them. As I was singing it, I was getting the lyrics. And some of those songs, like that one that set the entrance to this one, uh, to God Talks. Not the entrance to this one, but the entrance of God Talks. God Talks! With Rev DDT. That one, that song is one of those songs. And it was really cool. And I was seeing pictures with that one. I was seeing pictures, and it was coming as I was singing it. So I was kind of stumbling over it while I was singing it. But I liked it the way it turned out, though. The first time I listened to it, I went, wow, this is actually different. This is cool. So I'm onto something here. This is cool because I like this. And, you know, and um, it broke up the songs on the album. It worked out really well, um, you know. At the time, I was, like, li- like, li- like liking a lot of echo in my music and stuff like that, and echo in the voice and stuff like that. But that's all changed now. My ears changed. My taste has changed now again. So, like, when I do record again, it's going to be different. But I wanted to branch out a little bit, too, spread my wings a little bit more and see what what else I could do. Nice thing about techno and stuff like this. I found this app and I started using that. That's a groove pad. That's a pretty cool little little app. I also got another one this morning and I started using it and wrote a song right away, on it. And um, you know, it's it's good. It's good to change. And if I hadn't gone to church and and, and been like really shaped by scriptures or shaped by. By the, just thinking and dwelling upon the scriptures a lot, and and studying and doing research, after, you know, for years, I did research for years, like thirty years of research. I'm not kidding you. Hours and hours and hours a day. I didn't have anything else to do except learn because I was so fucked up. I was so screwed up in the head, man. So screwed up in my heart. I had to f- find some answer. You know, everybody says, "Well, give it to Jesus, man." And you know how hard that is to do if you don't know how to do it, and you you run into people that'll give you pointers, but they only got pointers. They seemed to get, get along just well. And There's other people I ran and kept running into that were even getting along even better. And I was like, "Wow, this is work." You know, I was trying to do this the whole time. You know, and what I didn't realize was is that it, you know the life. I, but I was learning as I was going. For a long time, I didn't realize it was more of an inner life than an outer life. And so I was looking outward to find it. It's all inside. You know, and this studying actually helped me to you know really zero in on that. Also, to get you know over. To overcome the bull because there's a lot of manipulation that happens a lot of times when you're in crowds of people. And I've seen it go on. It's even happened to me before. You know, and I've, I've, I've there often and thought, man, how's it being manipulated, you know. And so you get more and more keen to that. But it's, in this day and age, you've got to be keen to stuff like that. If you're not just keen to it, then, you know, and I, and I thank God I went through the training early on, you know. Because I could have been taken advantage of a lot, you know, in, in many cases. And I wasn't because I, I knew what to do. And, you know, I was following, I was listening to the Lord on the inside, and He said, don't do it. Or He put a feeling in my gut, like I couldn't even move forward. You know, like you get an anvil in your stomach, and you're going, oh, my God. And every time you try to move, you start to feel sick. You're like, what is going on? You start pressing in, and you you press inward. you, You go inward. That's where the life is. It's inward. Christ is inward. He's in that place. He's in that. You know, guess what? You go into the closet and pray. Guess who's in that closet with you praying? It's Jesus Himself. It's Him. By the power of the Holy Spirit, He's inside of you. He's in that closet with you praying. Go in the closet and pray. You'll be rewarded. The father will reward you. You know what that reward is? It's the son himself. Ask him when you're in the closet, show me your face. Show me your face. Come on, show me your face. I kept bugging him for years. Come on, show me your face. Come on, show me your face. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And then one day I was sitting there, and it was just all mellow. I mean, I mean I was bugging him too. I was going after it. I was chasing him down. I was like, chase him, man, chase him down to get this. I want him to show me his face. If he could show it to if you could show me your face If you can show Moses your face or anybody your face, show me your face. Show me your face. Come on, come on. Then one time I was dreaming, and in a dream I fell into a vision, and in that vision I somehow or another was in heaven. I don't know how it worked. It was really strange, but all of a sudden now I'm in heaven. I knew I was laying on my bed sleeping. I knew my body was on my bed sleeping, but I also knew I was in heaven. I was in paradise. And when I started looking around and seeing other people, and every time I saw them I was like, Look at them. They, I, I knew them, and they knew me. And I was like, I go, I go. And I said it, and I thought this. I just thought this, too. I didn't even say it out loud. I thought, am I in heaven? And everybody was shaking their head yes. And when I realized everybody was shaking their head yes, I went, whoa! I went, whoa! And they all went, whoa! And they all started laughing. It was really cool. It was funny. Just spontaneous laughter everywhere. Everybody laughing. There was a lot of people, too. They were sitting at tables talking. It was kind of like a... It's like an evening time or something, but there was no evening or day there. There's no, there's no, there's no night there. There's only day there. It's beautiful. It's, it was just wow, so beautiful. And I, off, off in the distance, I could see the golden city. I could see it shining. I could see parts of the parts of the building from where I was, but I couldn't see the whole city. Just a little bit, like a corner. And I was like, corner a wall. And I could see it. And I was like, wow. And for just a few seconds, and then that caught my attention for only a few seconds because other things were going on. Saw an, I saw an angel riding a beast on a road that was <laughs> it was quite a ways over, and hey, he was big. It was a big angel and a big beast, and uh, the beast was much bigger than the angel, and he was riding it, and I ain't kidding you. I can't even explain what the beast looked like, because I have no idea. I have no reference for that. I just know what I saw, and I went, whoa, and everybody went, whoa. Every time I went, whoa, they'd, start, they'd do whoa and start laughing, and when I saw Jesus, so he was talking to me. He walked up to me to talk to me, and... At first, I couldn't look at him. I fell down, actually, when he walked up to me. He goes, Daniel, and I fell right down on the ground. Boom, I hit the ground. My knees gave out. My legs gave out. And that's when I realized what I was wearing. I was wearing a pair of shorts, no shoes, and a tank top, <laughs> which is what I was sleeping in. I fell asleep on my bed, and that's what I was wearing, man. And um, it was in the summertime, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, I think it was in the summertime here, but I was hot. It must have been summertime because I was hot. I was laying my, threw my covers off and was laying there asleep, and um, it went on for about, I was, when I fell asleep, I was roughly around 430, so I woke up, then went back down, I got a drink of water, and then fell back asleep, and when I fell back asleep, I fell right to sleep, and right into the dream, and the dream took me into uh, another, it was like a dream in a dream, but I think it was a vision more than a dream, because it was outside of me, and it came out of my, my head, it was like, like a projection, it came out of my head, and all of a sudden, boom, I'm inside, inside this projection living, and that living, it took me right to sitting on, uh, where I found myself was, I found myself sitting on a ground, which wasn't like our ground, and it was grass, but it wasn't like our grass, because it was tickling my legs, but when I realized it was tickling my legs, I looked down at it, and I realized that it wasn't tickling my legs, it was, it looked like it was leaning over, um, sniffing my legs or something, it was really strange, and i was sitting there looking at it, and I realized I'm sitting there playing a board game with these two kids, and a dog that had wings, I, I'm not kidding you, it was a dog that had wings, but this dog wasn't an ordinary dog. He was playing a board game with us. I know, it was strange. He could move it with his mind. Everybody could do stuff with their minds or whatever they wanted to do. And they were enjoying each other's company is what they were doing. They were having a mellow time. And it seemed like kind of like a, an evening kind of thing, you know, but it wasn't evening though. Because it was, it was light. And that's why I started looking around and going, where am I at? You know? <laughs> I know. And look at these two kids. These two kids are grinning at me and smiling. But everybody's wearing gowns. I go, wait a minute. Nobody's wearing... I'm the only one wearing... And I'm looking, I started looking at my feet, and I didn't have any shoes on. I'm like, i got bare feet. I'm sitting there, and then all of a sudden, I heard, his, I heard him right above me, a fluttering, going rrr, 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 right above me. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I looked up, and as I was looking up, is when I saw the angel riding that beast on the road. And I was, I was like, whoa. And that's when they all went, whoa. And <laughs> started laughing, and it was pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden, I, I heard, I, so I tried to look behind me, right, because I could hear this noise behind me. All of a sudden I heard, that, that's when I started realizing there was a noise going on behind me. It's going, like electricity, like a cloud or something of electricity and stuff just forming right behind me. And I was like, kind of like that. And I'm like, what is that? And I tried to turn and look and I couldn't look. Every time I started to, I started to faint. And I'm not kidding you, I started to faint. I was like, whoa. So I didn't look. I just sat there and then I heard people saying, here he comes, here he comes. And then I heard that above me. It was flying around above me. Some was flying around above me, he said, "Here he comes! Here he comes! Here he comes!" Now, I don't know, man. They were big, whatever it was. They were flying around above me, and I'm like, "Wow!" And I went, "Whoa!" And everybody said, "Whoa!" Again, started laughing, and I'm like, "Wow, man!" And then, and then all of a sudden, I could hear him moving, and he was getting closer to me, and I could feel it coming over my left, over my right side, over here, over on my right side, and I could feel that it was getting this pressure, but it was like this, it was like a completely different world that was like totally peaceful. It was like pressure, but peaceful. It was really strange. I felt this pressure. I was like, there's something coming. Somebody coming. And I looked down. That's when I saw his feet. And I went, wow. All right, it's him. And he's got, got nail holes, man. He's got holes. He's got holes, man. His feet and his hands. They're, they're, um, they are they're were pinned down for our sake. I saw so much revelation when he touched me. It was so unbelievable. I got so much revelation that it was like, I, I, it changed my life. literally changed my life. And if it wasn't for that, that, and and I started thinking about how did I get there? You know, when, I, when all this happened, you know, there's more that happened. I'm just going to stop the story from that point and, and go on into something here. And this is all about change. How did that happen? You know, what was it that, that did it? And what caused that to happen was the tenacity to go after it. I just went after it. I heard somebody else say that they went to heaven. I read, read it. Paul had a friend that says, he says, I know a man not more than, you know, blah, 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 blah years back, and he he went to heaven. You know, went into the third heaven and saw paradise. And I asked to see the same thing. So I heard somebody else have a testimony of it, and I thought, you know what? If God's like, you know, my God too, and he's not, you know, he doesn't do that kind of play games with with stuff. If you ask him for something, go after it perseverance, man. So I kept pressing in, kept pressing in, kept pressing in until finally I gave up. And when I gave up, I didn't think about it for a little while and then all of a sudden it took place and then after that I thought about it a lot and I've thought about it a lot ever since too. I've told a lot of people. I've called my best friend at the time. Me and I had a prayer partner. We're best friends. We're buddies, man. We're like tight. And I called him because he was single back then and had a lot of time. I was too. Had a lot of time. So I called him. I called him first thing as soon as I woke up. Between 4.30 and 6.30 is when I woke up. It was about 6.30, 6.35, 6.40, something like that. And I called him. I called him right away. Told him everything. Everything I could remember at the point. Other things, though, it was really weird because when he touched me, I got so much revelation. He bent down when I fell down on the ground when he walked up to me. And I touched me. And he, he bent down and touched me. And he goes on the forehead. And I stood up. And he goes, you can stand up now. And I shot up like a rocket. But when he touched me, it was like light hit me. It went boof. You know? and it seemed like it covered me completely, but it went right through my forehead, right in, straight in a stream of, of, it was like, I got this download, and I'm like, wow, and I jumped up, and I'm like, I had so much energy, it was crazy. The first thing he said to me was, he started talking to me about faith. I mean, come on, come on, people. The first thing he talks to me about is faith. Faith cha- is, is, is a catalyst to change things. Our faith can change things. It, he literally says that. He literally says, if you believe you receive it, you can have it. And he's talking about changing things when he's doing it. He's pri- He's walking around changing stuff. He's walking around healing the sick. He's walking around ble- blessing people. He's, he came to be a blessing. Like if you read the study the scriptures, which is another thing, is really good. Is I'm glad I studied the scriptures like I did, because there's, there's other things, other stuff in other books in Hebrews. It talks about it talks about him and, and his supremacy, and and just what we have in him is, is is keyed into that supremacy to him, the supreme. He is the supreme. He is it. He's the top, man. He's the top dog, man. You know? Not dog. You know, you're know, you not dog, obviously. Wolf, woof, dog. But I mean, you know, he's the top dude, man. He's it. He's the son. It's the son. And when the son's all over, the son's going to, it says even, Paul said this in a, in a revelation, he said that the son's going to give everything back to the father, and the father's going to put down all rule and all authority. Now, come on. Think about that. Never having to ever, having to ever use it again. Now, that's true peace. If you think about it, because there's no reason to ever have to use it. We all have that inside of us, living inside of us says we have Christ inside of us. Don't you have Christ inside of you? Isn't Christ inside of you? Christ is inside of us. We need to dwell more on Him. Faith is important to God. He talks about that in Hebrews. You gotta use your faith. Stand up. Rise up against the virus and, and cast it out of your houses. Cast it out of your friends' houses. Call them up and see if they're doing okay. Call up your relatives see if they're doing okay. And if they're not doing okay, pray for them. If they're doing okay, pray for them. Be a blessing. It talks about that in Hebrews, that we were saved by a blessing to be a blessing. So be a blessing to people and pray for them. Because people need healed. And you know, you never know what your faith is going to move unless you actually use it. You have to use it. But once you start using it, you'll, you'll begin to know and you'll begin to see a pathway. If you look back you can see all the different people that you've touched and you go okay i see this is good work let's do this let's keep doing this and keep doing that you have the time right now to do that use your time wisely you know call your friends call your family find out how they're doing if you know you if you're around your family you just ask them or you can see it you know that's like a that's like a first aid gift man that's a good one you know what? Don't we all need sometimes a hospital? Oh, haven't we all? Well, maybe there's some people listening to broadcasts that haven't had to use a hospital. Praise God, you never have to. But you may know somebody that does, but just compassion itself speaks loud right here. It's really loud. And God, God is compassionate, loving, a loving Father. Love does no harm. Love equals God. Love equals God. Love equals love does no harm, too. Come to Him as a loving Father and believe. Believe that those mountains will move when you pray. You know? Um, pray for me. Because I'm looking for um, online type work I can do for, uh, I don't know, you know, like maybe my message or or maybe a business of some type or maybe just something very super, super simple. Even simpler than that. But I have something written on my wall over here. I've, I put mantras on my wall. I call them mantras. They're just, you know, phrases you say over and over again. There's some things where I wanted to reprogram myself. And when I did, it's... It's helped a lot. It opened I believe it's part of what's opened the door for be able to do this broadcast through anchor dot com by the, or anchor dot FM or uh anchor, you know, Anchor this uh this podcast center. This is a cool podcast center. I like this podcast center. Um yeah, so uh it says uh, it says a bunch of things. I am well paid for my thoughts, opinions and advice. Hmm. Cool. I like that one. You guys can be too. You know, your message is powerful. Um, the testimony, is the testimony of Jesus, It's the testimony, our testimony, and the blood of Jesus in the book of Revelations talks about it. And I've said this before. His blood, our testimony. Boom, overcomes. Overcomes what? Overcomes he? Overcomes he. Who is he? He is the dragon, the devil, Satan. You know, that dude. And um, building people, That's uh, that's the best thing you can do right there when you're doing work. Is building people. Building people up. Building them up in the faith. Building them up as people. Empowering them. Getting people up out of poverty. Helping them get out of poverty. Isn't that what we do as as believers in Christ? Isn't that what Christians do? Isn't that what we do? I know I did when I was at the church. That's what we did. It was good work too. Yeah, there's always some darkness somewhere because we're human. And so sometimes things get bad. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they last forever, and it's really cool. And there's a lot of cool churches out there that have a bright, shiny star, you know. The church itself is, is a city set upon a hill whose lights cannot be put out because Christ said nothing will overcome his church. The out said it in, in his Gospels. It says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. That's the only thing. It's... Haven't we taken enough of a beating and ass-kicking right now, believers? We have. Rise up against this virus. Cast it out. Believe for a speedy recovery. Believe for a speedy recovery. Preach it. Say it. Speak it from your houses. Speak it from your houses. Speak it through the internet. Speak it out loud. Go out in the streets and declare it. Hey, I'll tell you something about declaring things out loud. For years, and I keep doing this, and and it does have an effect. But I'll go outside and I'll I'll speak to the four winds sometimes. And I'll declare something to the four winds. And watch and see what happens. Declare it outside, out on uh, point, you know, north, south, east, and west. Four directions. I call it the four winds. We have a lot of wind over here on Millat Street. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the four winds. And um, I go out and I, I, I say whatever I declare. Make the declaration. Sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes one of my friends, he had, had to have some shit stop in his life. It was crazy and chaotic. It got real dramatic for a little while. He got mad. He went out with his sledgehammer, two-pound sledge. Sat out there on the concrete, out in front of his house, slab it he laid. He had a piece of concrete out there where he had a friend. They, uh, you know, had a motor home out there. He went out there and he, he took a sledgehammer, right out there, and he he slammed it on the ground seven times. He did what it, he did what um, what us what this one yonder brother back in the old testament days did, where he struck the ground, you know, with the arrows, but he didn't hit the ground, strike the ground hard enough, or as many times as he got rebuked for not striking it more than three times. My friend he had to, I don't know how many times, maybe seven times man. But he said, This shit's gonna stop now and he slammed that hammer down and he kept doing it. And he did it about seven times and then he was done. And he did it with force. You could feel it. He said all around him and just like stuff seemed to shake. He goes, then he got done and he got up and he walked into the house, put his sledgehammer around. He's a real mellow guy. Put it back. And uh I'll be damned if that didn't change. Everything changed man. It did. It made a huge difference. Sometimes you have to do that to get things to change. But don't we have that? Don't we have that ability to cause change? Yes, we do. We do because Jesus. You can give Him all the glory, because it's all Him inside, causing us, moving us to to get us to move those mountains. Sometimes we have to do something, too. You know, faith does involve. Well, especially if you're speaking tongues or prophesy, you have to start moving your mouth. Sometimes you'll feel it come up on your lips and come right out of your mouth as you're saying it. As a whisper guiding you. It's the Holy Spirit, man. Spirit's breath, baby. Air, wind, good stuff. Because, you know, breath. We breathe that stuff. It's good for us. Okay, so let's keep the air clean. Just think about these things. Pray. Pray through faith. Faith. And in Jesus' name, man, I'll let you guys all go. You guys all have a great, great, great night. I'll catch up with you in a couple days. Duh, nah, 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 nah. Yahoo! of DDT, Universal Broadcast. I'll be back. <laughs> See you guys later, baby. Bye-bye.